You're listening to a 58 Ember production. Hey there, and welcome to Like a Local Podcast, your passport to authentic local experiences. Join me, Stephanie Gerard, and me, Katie Hilton Brown, as we talk to a local from a new city every Thursday. They'll share their recommendations for best places to eat, drink, stay, and play. Who doesn't want to be in the know with all the best kept secrets, hidden gems, and insider tips? Let's face it, traveling is fun, but planning a trip can be a daunting task with countless hours spent researching and sifting through endless lists on Google and TikTok. But with Like a Local, we do the legwork for you and tell you exactly what you need on your itinerary. So pack your bags and let's get into today's episode. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back to Like a Local podcast. Happy Travel Thursday, everyone. Happy Thursday. And I want to say that I really do love the new travel tea segment that we're not segment but entire episode that we are dedicating towards tea in the travel world the travel news i agree don't get me wrong i love the interviews i love learning about all the different places but it's fun to it's fun to poke around and learn all the stories and what's happening in the travel travel industry and just inform all of you listeners about the travel tea that you want to hear about yeah that you need to know you know, but before we get into it, let's hear your first class picks of the week. I went first last week. Now it's your turn. Okay. Instead of doing a first class pick, I'm doing a last row seat. Yep. Attract. Last, last row seat. Okay. So something we don't like. Yes. And I forgot what it was. Oh no. Okay. Well, I'll go first and then maybe your, <laughs> your memory will jog. Okay. My first class pick this week. It's a little controversial but it's Saltburn. Have you watched this? No. You haven't? Did you like it? I loved it. I went into it knowing the scenes that were, you know, inappropriate. Like the bathtub scene. I don't know if you've heard about it. The grave scene. I heard about the grave scene. Whatever. Yes, it's out there. But I won Jacob Elordi. Beautiful human being. Great actor. Two, the other main character, Barry Kogan, Keegan, Barry Keegan, he did so well. And so the movie was good. It was like, there are a lot of twists and turns. There was a lot of underlining meaning. So after I watched the movie, like I went to the internet and searched all the underlining meanings. And it was so cool just to like go back and see like the level of thought that was put into the movie. What's it about? Like, what's a two-minute summary? What's a two-minute? What's a two-sentence summary? <laughs> um, two-sentence summary. So there are two boys, Oliver and can't remember the other one. There's Oliver and then Jacob Elordi. And Oliver was obsessed with Jacob Elordi. Jacob Elordi came from this like really, really rich family, like royal family. They lived in this castle in this place called Saltburn. They met at school. And then Oliver didn't come from a good home. Oh my God, I'm rambling. Oliver didn't get, get didn't come from a good home. This is a long run-on sentence. <laughs> I know. I think you just have to watch I'm just kidding. it. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Oliver didn't come from a good home. I can't. You really can't. That will spoil it. I can't. You just have to watch it. Hey, hey, say no more. Yeah, just watch it. And the the soundtrack is really good. There's that one song. I'm sure you've heard it because it's all over TikTok. Um, Mur- murder on the dance floor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a murder on the dance floor. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I don't know. I just think it's it's it was different. It was. Remember your um, 
New Year's resolution a couple of years ago where you were going to watch a move one movie a week or something, an Oscar movie, or it was like a list of the best movies in history. And- yeah, because I was I felt like an uncultured swine, especially working alone in marketing and production where everybody talked about movies and I didn't know like a single one. Yes, I do remember that. And I really feel like I'm up to speed on movies now. Really? You just said you didn't watch a lot of movies. I don't, but like I'm the the well-known ones I feel like I'm up to. Oh, good for you. Thank you. I also want to see that new Sydney Sweeney movie. I heard that it was a rom-com. Yep. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 hold on. Not the it was a rom-com. Like it was good, but it wasn't the best one. I might have heard that from the toast, to be honest. <laughs> Actually, do you, okay, now we're just on a movie tangent, but guess what movie I watched this weekend and I fell in love with? Barbie. No. 13 going on 30. You had never seen it? Never seen it. It's so good. It's a cute movie. How have you never? Oh my gosh. I have that's no clue. So it's strange. so cute. And I love how the setting is in New York and it's just so homey. I might watch it again. It's so home. It's such your home. <laughs> New York is your home. It is. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, yeah. So my two first class picks of the week are Saltburn and you know what? I'm adding on 13 going on 30. Saltburn, do I need to check does the dog die.com for any triggers? Nope. No, just don't let August watch it. It's mm. not, it's really, I think people kind of over exaggerated the crazy scenes. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Maybe we'll watch it. I, th- I'm I don't sorry, know. I feel like Ryan's a movie buff. He'll like it. He is. Um, honestly, he may have already watched it and I just, he just didn't tell me. Okay. Saltburn. What's it on again? Prime. Okay. Who watched it? Claudia Claudia watched it and just was like, no, you should not watch it. To Jackie, yeah, she, ask him about it. She, I think she over-exaggerated, but maybe she didn't know any of the scenes going in. I feel like because I'm on TikTok and social media, I saw little previews of some scenes that, yes, they were quite out there, but it's a movie. Oh, my gosh. So I just typed in, does the dog die.com, like, does the dog die not.com. So it was like the Google. And then it first thing was .com and then underneath that was saltburn i wonder if it hurt me or if it's just that the popular movie it's all the rage i feel like only you would know actually no not only you would know but of course (laughs) you reference that site a lot i do that could be my first class pick because um last night we watched we started um the third season of true detective and I checked doesadogdie.com before we started watching. And did did one? Well, it's more than just does this dog die. Have you ever looked on it? No. Is it just it's pe- like it's like are there bugs? Are there what is there waterboarding? Is there drugs? Are there Oh just, interesting? It's like does the dog like- die? Yeah, like someone sexually assaulted, like things like that. Type in Marley and me. Oh yeah, does the dog die? Of course. Do you want to do you want to see how many yeses it got? Hold on. Oh my gosh, I do not remember Jennifer Aniston being in that movie. Isn't she the main character? Yeah, I just I saw it in two thousand eight in the movie theaters and never watched it again. You went and saw it in the movie theaters. Did you know what it was about? Yeah, I went with somebody. I went with a friend and her family. Um, Were you scarred afterwards? Yeah, I definitely cried. Mm. Did you cry? I never seen it. Okay. Does a dog die? Yes, uh, six hundred and sixty-three yeses, and I'm questioning, questioning everything because there's thirty-two noes. Okay, that's like a joke. 
They were definitely being little goofballs. Wait, so did Saltburn? It could have gone right over my head. Did Saltburn? Did any animals die? No. Oh, nice. Um, did your did your first cast pick come back to you? Or last yes. last yes. Yeah. This is more of like just telling you what has happened, what happened to me the other day that I've noticed. Well, this is more of me just sharing an experience that I noticed. Um and a question for you to, to know, to see if you've ever heard of this. Do you think TikTok like automatically has you follow people that you didn't even know that you like, do you know what I'm asking? Does, does it? I don't think so. Are you like, saying that on your follow on your friend's page, it's you're following people that you didn't even know that you followed? Yeah. Huh. Like, for example, I was scrolling. It was the last night this morning. It all runs together. Um, there was this one account of this guy and he was talking about going to a, you know how they have like, like Costco and Sam's, but then there was like restaurant versions of that, like restaurant, restaurant supplies. You can go get like 35,000 pounds of salt or whatever. Yeah. Not 35,000. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And it was this like man probably in his like 40s. And he was going to get sugar. And I was like, what is the point of this TikTok? And then I was like, I don't remember ever seeing him before. So I like went and go and like clicked on his page. And he's like a doomsday shopper. Like he has like he's he stocks up on all of these foods. Oh, and wow. Has chickens. And one of his videos, it was like, you know, the, the text on the screen said, will you ever get a pig again? So I was so then I looked into that and obviously he like raised a pig and then killed it. Oh, and no. I was like, there's no way that I would have followed this doomsday prepper. Like, that's not even drinking. You know how some people drunk shop. You could have drunk followed. I've been drinking. No, I, w- I would never have. Or like to- sleep eaters, your sleep following. No, I would never have done that. Mm-hmm. But there's been a couple other people that I've was just like, you don't look familiar. I looked at their page. I was like, why? I'm trying to find like a reason why I would have. What what would have caught my attention to be like? I would like to follow more of your posts. Um, Maybe in like when you're swiping, or is there like a fault? Maybe you're accidentally following these people. Perhaps I don't know. I don't know. I'm so sorry about that. I mean, it's okay. I was scarred. I was I wasn't scarred. There was one of his videos that had like the trigger, like the warning on it that had the little eyeball. That you have to click. Yes, I want to continue. Oh I didn't click yeah. It. Yikes. Um, but like yeah, somebody that you would follow. No, it definitely wasn't. Um, I know, you know, I've, I've, I'm fine. Yeah. You'll get Mentally, through physically. Yeah. And all of the above, but I just thought it was weird. Well, TikTok, if you're listening, figure it out. Figure it out. Hobbs out. All right. Well, like we mentioned earlier, this is our tourist tea episode. So it's a monthly episode where we give you six stories six travel-related stories that we feel like you should know. So I will go first. My first story, and I mentioned this in last week's episode, how I was excited to share this stat with you because I found it very interesting, is TSA stopped a record 6,737 guns from getting on planes in 2023. 93% of them are loaded. So another year, another record. The TSA has seen a number of loaded guns at airports rise steadily over the past decade. Last year, TSA officers across the country intercepted a record of 6,737 firearms, 93 of them loaded at the airport security checkpoints. Um, 
that's just baffling to me. I couldn't believe it. It's crazy. Do these people think that they could get through or do they just forget what are these people it? thinking? I don't know. I don't know. But a passenger caught with a gun at an airport checkpoint can expect the TSA to revoke TSA pre-check eligibility for at least five years. That's they it. Also, I know. I feel like <laughs> that's kind of a, like, that's okay. a, well. yeah. It also says that TSA may conduct enhanced screening for those passengers. I would hope. Isn't that crazy? Wow. What a, what a weird, what a weird thing for TSA to release. It, it may require some additional screenings. <laughs> right. But also I would just love to know if you are caught with a gun, are you allowed on your flight? Like they take the gun. Sure. But like, are they letting you on your flight? I feel like you would be arrested. <laughs> like, how would you? No, no, no. I mean, I feel like if you would have asked me that, if you would have asked me, Hey, true or false, you get caught with a gun going through TSA. Do you go to jail? A hundred percent. I would say yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's crazy. I crazy. Wouldn't have even, I wouldn't have even questioned that. That's so interesting. Yeah. Makes you think. Some really stupid people in the world. I know. I know. All right. You're next. Okay. So my first one is from New York Times. Um, they wrote about some travel trends, what travelers can expect in 2024, one of which being quote, trains, should I travel by rail? So people are becoming more concerned about their carbon footprint, mm. especially in Europe with European governments considering banning short haul flights. So Nightjet, SNCF, and Trenitalia are just a few railway rays, railways in Europe that are listening and offering more overnight and weekly high-speed connection trains than ever. There are also a few luxury options, including the Orient Express, La Dolce Vita, offering itineraries in Italy, including Italy, including Palermo, Portofino, Rome, and Siena. Also, travelers in Asia will have two options. The Eastern and Oriental Express starts and ends in Singapore and takes travelers on a three-night trip through Malaysia. Also, Amtrak has a new fleet of high-speed high trains that could enter the Northeast Corridor that would travel up to 160 miles per hour, which is up from the 150 miles per hour. So you're saving 10 miles an hour. Wow. And really quickly, another privately owned operator named Brightline has been running 16 round-trip trains every day between Orlando and Miami, which is, that's a lot, 16. Yeah. And then... Um, they're also looking to add a high-speed route between Las Vegas and Los Angeles, um, in time for the Summer Olympics in LA in 2028. Wow. Okay, a couple things. Trinitalia sounds like <laughs> a, a bad disease or a, or a spider. Um, yeah, but I would you say oh, PR. PR really didn't think about that. They didn't get <laughs> PR team involved. Um, to, this totally makes sense. I feel like everyone, you know, is becoming more environmentally conscious. I love this idea. I recently took the train from Charlotte to Raleigh and I felt like I was on the Polar Express. I loved <laughs> Were it. you in your pajamas? <laughs> I wish. I loved it. They have great <laughs> Wi-Fi. There's so much more leg room than a plane. And yes, it's a little bit longer. It's a little bumpy, but I liked it. And it was only like 20 bucks each way. Yeah. So I think if you're interested in traveling by train and don't mind 
well, I guess if you're traveling like abroad and you don't mind adding a day or two to your itinerary, then I was going to say, try to look at like some of the larger airports and then consider traveling to your actual destination by train um, because it might save you a couple dollars yeah. on your flight. Obviously it's, it's, there's going to be a lot more time and more coordination involved, but it also allows you to see more of the countryside of the of more countries in Europe. Yeah. You're taking the scenic route. This is what I want to look up. And I feel like the viewers or the listeners might be wondering this too. So we say the train goes 160 miles per hour now. Well, their, their Amtrak is looking to up to 160 miles per hour from their current 150. Oh my gosh. Can you guess how fast a plane goes? Don't Google it. Um, like 800 knots or something. 575 to 600 miles per hour. Wow. Yeah. Well, I wasn't expecting it that fast. Yeah, I wasn't either. Um, but I've actually never been to DC. And so for Christmas, Ryan, like we're going to DC and to go see a play and we're going in February, but we're going by train. (laughs) Oh, how long is that? Seven hours. It's like six hours. That's not bad. And the reason originally is because my mom rides the train from Greensboro to Raleigh when she comes to babysit. And so he was like, we'll leave our larger car for her. Yeah. I was talking to her last night and she was like, oh yeah, I, I won't be driving anywhere. So Ryan was like, should we just drive? But then we ultimately agreed to just ride the plane. So we wouldn't have to worry, ride the train, ride the, plane. So worry about, <laughs> ride the train to worry about traffic and stuff. But um, you can you- get. There was an option for like a private car, like a private car. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at that point we were like, at the, for the cost, we were like, we'll just fly at that point. So we're just going to ride in the regular car. And it was like $216 per round trip for both of us. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, it's, it's a great deal. It's a great deal. Yeah. I love it. We're in our train era. Yeah. All right. Next story. I'm sure you all have heard it. A terrifying Alaska Airlines incident on January 5th left a hole in the fuselage. Is that how you pronounce that? In the fuselage. I'm just going to go with it. Of a Boeing. F-U-S-E-L-A-G-E. Oh, fuselage. Fuselage of a Boeing 737 MAX 9 aircraft shortly after takeoff from Portland, Oregon, and raised safety questions and put many would-be travelers on edge. More than two weeks after the Alaskan airline incident, the FAA put out a new safety alert. The timeline for return to service is unclear. More than 170 of the Boeing 737 MAX 9s remain grounded in the United States. So expect some cancellations. Yeah, there have been a ton of cancellations. ton of cancellations. But I think you were saying, aren't there sites? Yeah. Yeah. If you go on, I've only looked specifically on Kayak, but I think probably like Expedia and other third-party sites like that, you can actually go and when there's like, when the, where there's the filters, like times that you're leaving and all that, you can actually uncheck the Boeing planes. Yeah. I know we're, uh, we just booked some travel and I was like, make sure it's not, not the Boeing 7, 737. Yeah. Very scary. Did you see the video? No, I do not want to watch it. That's not something I need to see. Mm-hmm. Freak me out. Yeah, frightening, frightening. But I saw that it was before 
the seatbelt like went off. So everybody was buckled in. But if you, I read that if you were not buckled in, you would have just been sucked out. <gasps> the The seat that was beside the door, there was no one sitting in. Oh, that's destiny. I think so. Wow. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah, that makes sense now that we know that a train goes 800 <laughs> miles or 600 miles per hour. It tracks that you would be sucked right out. But did you hear that there were a few iPhones that fell from the plane? You didn't hear about that? No. Um, there were like one or two iPhones that came that were sucked out. Right. And they were in, they were still working when they found them on the ground. Wow. Oh my God. iPhone needs to turn that into some type of promo. I know. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, not, I mean, I, I, it's a very scary situation, but I'm very curious. What, what did the passengers get in return for being on that flight? Like what type of flight credit are we looking at? I don't think it will, it would ever be enough. No. And like, what if, oh my gosh, I'm sure they're getting sued. Obviously. Yeah. They have to. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. It's, that would be terrifying. Can you imagine? I'd love to interview somebody that was on that flight. We need to find somebody that was on that flight. We need to find someone. I feel like your eardrums would burst. I didn't think that deep. That's so scary. And also it makes me think because kids under two don't require um, a seat. They don't require their own ticket. So Mm -hmm. a baby could have just been like literally sucked out. It's could have been flying with the birds. That's so scary. It is. Yeah. By the sounds of it, it, it. um, it said 737 won't probably make a return for a couple of years. It's pretty safe. That's pretty. Yeah. Good call. That's what I was trying to say. That's a good call. Good call. Good call. All right. Next story. All right. My next cup of tea. Snake on a plane. Live reptile discovered an overhead cabin in Bangkok flight. So this is from... CNNtravel.com, chaos erupted on a domestic flight traveling from Thailand's capital, Bangkok, to the southern province of Phuket after a live snake was discovered by passengers in an overhead bin. This was not the first, but the second incident of a snake on board on AirAsia plane after a spotted python was found on board in February of last year. AirAsia Thailand said this is a very rare incident. And that the flight attendants were able to move the passengers away from the area. (laughs) Those poor, poor flight attendants. The type of snake was unknown, and they wanted to note that the flight was cleaned, thoroughly cleaned, and fumigated afterwards. Oh, good. So guns, snakes, what else? Wait, isn't that a movie, Snakes on a Plane? Yeah. So do we think it's somebody kind of, you know, pulling a prank? I think it was... No, I don't. It doesn't sound like I mean, potentially, I don't know how they I don't know how they made it through TSA. It sounds like it was just like a snake who found its way on the plane. I have no idea how that would have happened. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, that makes um, a turn. It makes you wonder, like, also, what if it I guess it wasn't a full flight because there were other areas for the passengers to move to. But what if it was a full flight? Where would they have gone? Oh, that is very gross. But thank you for sharing with the class. You're welcome. <clears throat> All right. So my next story is it was isn't really news, but it's more of we're a travel podcast that shares places to go. And Forbes thinks this is the next new it destination. So Forbes says move over South Beach, Palm Beach, and other chic South Florida enclaves. What's that word? Encla- enclaves? Enclave. Enclaves? 
Okay. And other chic South Florida enclaves, enclaves, enclaves. you're going to hate me editing this (laughs) when it comes to the next big luxury destination. Hobe Sound is where it's at. This one heard of it. I know, me neither. This once sleepy South Florida town of Hobe Sound, population 13,000, has suddenly become the epicenter of elite golf development in North America. Um, The expansive community features a long list of of amenities, a championship caliber golf course crafted by legendary designer and local resident Tom Faggio, as well as a 10-hole this isn't just about golf. Let me get to it. Other highlights will in- <laughs> include extensive sports and outdoor recreation facilities, including pickleball and tennis courts, a world-class equestrian program, an organic farm and true farm-to-table dining, and state-of-the-art spa and wellness facilities. Hope Sound is- I know. Hope Sound is actually a former citrus grove and the historic Hope Sound polo grounds give the land a rich equestrian heritage. I just thought that was a fun tidbit. I have never heard of Hope Sound and it sounds like it's on the up and up. So if you need somewhere to go and you don't want to go to Palm Beach, South Beach. I wonder if it's any cheaper than those. I wonder. Palm Beach. It sounds like a great little wellness city. Yeah, agreed. And if your husband or your boyfriend is a golfer and you like to spa, perfect place. I love that. Yeah. Should we go? I think that we should find a Hope a Hope Sound resident to get the local lowdown first and then we should maybe plan our trip. Let's do it. I wonder how they um I wonder how they got themselves on the map. Yeah, they must have, <laughs> maybe they just have a really good PR team that reached out to Forbes. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone's like, Oh my gosh, I have got to go. Um, it sounds like golf put them on the map, but now they're really trying to to make it more of that like Palm Beach luxe bougie feel. So you wouldn't necessarily be saving any dollars by going, but it's a new spot. Yeah. If you want to be a trend spot. Yes. If you want to be a trendsetter, book a trip to Hope, Hope Sound. How do you spell Hope? H-O-B-E. Okay. What is this? You heard it here first. Well, second. You heard yes. it here second. I, Thanks, Forbes. All right. Last story. Okay. Last cup of tea for me. The caffeine's getting getting to me. It's getting a little late in the day. I want to sleep tonight. Um, how to find hidden cameras in hotels and house rentals. Ooh, interesting. CNBC Travel tested five ways. And I'm going to tell you about them. Let's hear it. <laughs> so first... As a background, well, not really background, but here's the situation. Hidden, this is this is quote, hidden cameras are being found in hotel rooms, house rentals, cruise ships, and even airplane bathrooms. Uh, from alarm clocks to air fresheners, water bottles, and toothbrush holders, cameras are embedded in common household items that are seamlessly blending in with the home decor. They can be purchased in shops or online and through retailers like Amazon and Walmart. And I read that um, majority of them are made in China, which is obviously it's illegal in China. Right. It's a little little, um, irony there. But so, like I said, there are there are videos all over TikTok and YouTube on how to spot the hidden cameras. So CNBC Travel tried out five different ways. Um, the first one is with your naked eye. It is free. And he found one camera doing this. The second is using your phone. There's an app called Fing, F-I-N-G. 
It's $25 a year for an app subscription. I don't know exactly how it works, but they said that they found 22 devices connected to the home's Wi-Fi, but they didn't find any specific cameras. So then they turned on the flashlight and they found three cameras. Wow. I don't know how the app and the flashlight are connected. Remind me what it's 25 a year or a month. $25 a year for the app subscription. Okay. That's not awful, but. It scans Wi-Fi networks for cameras. So like I said, the app showed that there were 22 devices connected to the home. They uh-huh. didn't find any, but they none of them were called cameras. So oh. they turned on the flashlight and they found cameras in a Wi-Fi repeater, a shirt button, and a teddy bear. Oh, the teddy bear. What a classic. The third was using a radio frequency detector. Um, it cost 100 to 2 and it starts to beep when it gets close to a spy cam, but they're prone to false alarms. So he did it like multiple times in the room um, and he found a zero. Test number four was using a lens detector and it's about $50. It's really small too. The device emits infrared light and reflects back on the camera lens as a red dot. So in theory, it sounds like a good idea, but you have to be close enough to the camera for it to work. Um, but he did find two cameras, one in an essential oil fuser and the other in a Wi-Fi mesh device. Okay. And that is a lens detector and it's $50. All right. And then test five is using an advanced lens detector, which costs about $400. It resembles binoculars and it accentuates the light reflected from the camera lens. It works well in brightly lit or dark rooms and he found 11 cameras. Okay. But, and what was that cost? It was about $400. So that's for the paranoia traveler, the paranoid yes. traveler. Wow. Interesting. And honestly, if there's that, if there, if, if we as a society, I don't know who we are, if they are finding this many cameras, like this many locations, hotel rooms, Airbnbs, airplane bathrooms, it doesn't sound like you need to be paranoid anymore. It sounds like it's just becoming a reality, which if that's not paranoid, I don't know what. Yeah. Yeah. I've always thought like going to air, I'm less, I don't really think about it much when I'm in hotels, but if I ever stay in an Airbnb, I'm like, there are for sure cameras here probably. Yeah. And I read that some of the, like a lot of the places they're like live streams or the person like spying on you or whatever. (gasps) And I don't know, like the, the, the article didn't say like a like a percentage or anything, but people are uploading it to porn websites. <gasps> oh my god! Yeah, that's scary. But and then now that I'm thinking about it, it would be so easy for not like the hotel workers or or maybe the hotel yeah. workers, but like for from previous guests to yeah. Put- in there. Oh my gosh. I didn't, I would never have thought, well, I don't know. I guess if I thought about it a lot, I might've may, may have come to the conclusion, but I wouldn't have thought hotels would be in that category. I know. So that's no one's gross. safe. Wow. Um, and I just want to end it with, um, social media posts about hidden cameras have increased nearly 400,000 in the last two years. Oh, tonight I'm going to go on TikTok and see stories. Yeah. Um, and the detecting devices are getting better, but the ham- the cameras are getting better at being hidden. So that's really scary. Oh, and with all five of those testing devices, the guy only found 17 out of the 27 cameras. That's so creepy. I don't like that. 
I don't like that. But thank you for, I don't know if that was like news because it's a little unsettling to know that. No, we need to be on the most expensive option. Like didn't even get. Yeah. But um, good to be aware. Yes. We all need to be aware. Um, All right. Well, I guess we'll end on that creepy note. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode. Next week, we're back to our regular interviews. Tune in to see where we go. Thanks for tuning in to another exciting episode of Like a Local Podcast, where we bring you the inside scoop on your next travel destination. If you enjoyed this episode and found our local insights helpful, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have a new city in mind that you'd like us to explore next, drop us a line on our website or social media. Until next time, remember, travel like a local, not like a tourist. Sayonara! This has been a 58 Ember production. For more shows, please visit the 58 Ember channel, 58ember.com, or find us at 58 Ember Media on socials.